It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Houston, PA, Houston's public affairs show, an iHeartMedia broadcast. Our disclaimer says that the opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those held by this radio station, its management staff, or any of its advertisers. My name is Laurent. I am the Texan from France, and I welcome Ashley Brockett. She is the communication directors for Child Advocates. They are online at childadvocates.org, childadvocates.org. And we're going to introduce this uh, important nonprofit organization, which literally saves children. I mean, it's as direct as you can do something like that uh, when you get involved with child advocates. They, I'm going to grossly characterize their services before we get into them in, in detail and say that they accompany minors through the court system after these minors, these children, uh, have been identified as at risk of child abuse of any kind, of violence of any kind. And uh, the horror that is the court system to these children, not because people in our court system are mean, but because the system is just so grown up. The impartiality of the court has to come with this sort of heartless mechanism so that it is fair to everyone. And Unfortunately, you can't make something like that fair to children, and Child Advocates has volunteers. They're in great need of volunteers. We're going to talk about that. These are people who have a vocation to help at a core level, and they get in to this organization. They are trained, proficiently trained, and then go and assist these children and help them out while they go through the court, and they can become among the most important people in these children's life. Uh, they have a great success rate. This is despite the odds because some of these court cases are absolutely horrifying. Now, we're not going to talk about the most horrifying issues on this show. We're actually going to talk about success stories. We're going to show how the system can work. And we're also going to talk about the McDonald's Houston Children's Festival. It's on Saturday and Sunday, March 30th and 31st from 10.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., over 16 blocks of downtown Houston. It's one of their major fundraisers for child advocates. So it's a way for everybody to get involved without actually uh, getting your feet into the water, so to speak. You can go to the uh, festival and participate in funding this important organization, Child Advocates, without actually exposing yourself to the harshness of some of what they do. Although, uh, Ashley, it's not always hard because you do have mostly success stories. Yeah. I want to make sure that people understand that when they go to the McDonald's Houston's Children's Festival, even though they're directly funding Child Advocates, you're not going to have big posters about child no. trafficking. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be any kind it's of information. Yeah, it's a yeah, family it's event. It's a family event. It's a fun weekend. Um, it's for kids of all ages from baby toddler races all the way to meeting teenagers and meeting the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and 
picking up some hot French fries from the McDonald's truck. Uh, it's the a most fun, popular stop. Uh, it is. It is. Um, it's a fun, fun weekend um, for kids of all ages. And yes, it's benefiting child advocates, but you're not going to see the realities of what it is. It's just a really great way for families to come out and support um, our organization through a community event. Once again, as I said, it's going to be Saturday and Sunday, March 30th and 31st. Uh, it's from 10.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. It's an entire day's worth of entertainment. They're welcoming Anthony Gonzalez, the actor yeah. who voices the animated character Miguel in Coco. So he's going to be there. And yeah. What is he going to do? He's going to show up? He's going to talk to kids? He's going to show up. Show? I think he might be singing. Yeah. He's gonna, okay. It'll be great. He'll be up on the stage. He's going to be one of our major entertainers. Um, we'll have so many of our characters out there. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Princess Presto, um, if you have kids, Dan Daniel the Tiger. Um, it's just so many things for all the kids of all different ages to come out and see and have their pictures taken or hang out with. Uh, well, there'll be a we will be in the middle. Child Advocates will have a booth there in the middle off the steps of City Hall with typically bounce house and balloons and all of our things on City Hall steps are free for the um, community to come out and grab a balloon or uh, jump in the bounce house and hang out. And then there's over 300 other activities um, in this event and of uh, all different prices, and most of them are free. So you can come out and have a great day once you pay your entry fee. Yeah, there's an entry fee. Because yeah. I was going to say, well, wow, you're raising money. No, you have to, you have to yeah, pay. You How have much to pay an entry fee? Uh, it's going to vary, but if you bring, um, if you buy online, it's a little che cheaper to buy it online. If you come through the gate, I believe it's. Uh, uh, about twelve dollars to get in, but if you bring a McDonald's receipt, okay. you get a two dollars off. Okay, so it's nothing basically, yeah. because the, the amount of entertainment that you get out of this, uh, the idea, of course, is to bring as many people in as possible and hope that they will spend some money on the grounds, yeah. buy some food, buy some toys or whatever. You get a cut of that, right? Yeah, the, the, we have a. This is a third party event for us, and there's a festival company who actually puts this on for us, and they 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 coordinate all the vendors and all those things like that, and. Um, we're very thankful. It's gotten so big that uh, Child Advocates wasn't able to manage this kind of a festival. And so they oh, take no care way. of it for us. Yeah, we used to a long time ago. This is our 31st year of the Children's Festival. And when it first started, um, it was maybe 5,000 people on a Saturday. Um, it used to be in Greenway Plaza. Then for a little bit, it was in the Galleria. But mostly it's been downtown. Um, it's one of the few city events where the city actually really supports it and helps shut down many of the streets in downtown Houston for the weekend. Um, and it's the mayor's event. And so we get so much support from the city and from the community to pull off an event like this. And we're very, very thankful to be the beneficiary of an event like, that helps so much. When you started this children's festival, McDonald's was not on board? No. Uh, they've been on board for the past few years. Um, and we always like to say, you know, we're so thankful for that. But what people don't realize is it's Houston McDonald's franchisees that are doing this. It's not. This isn't a national McDonald's event. These are um, local people who are in our community who own McDonald's. McDonald's and they all came together and said we want to support this organization we want to support this event this is something that we want to get behind and we were just so incredibly thankful because that really means something I mean it means yeah. something no matter what but how amazing for all the franchisees to get together and say we're going to do this because it's in our community and it's right here and um, I believe they all support it yeah, I believe all of them, all of them are all on of them. board that's yeah. how I understand and it. it's yeah. um, and it's just such a great um partnership and we're very thankful for it and the kids love it they bring all the characters ronald mcdonald's there hamburgers there you get to see the big truck that's uh, the big 
uh, Ronald McDonald uh, shoe truck that comes out. It's uh, yeah, they serve hot French fries for everybody. You know, that's one of the highlights. Um, so we're very thankful, and we're just we couldn't be um, more appreciative of uh, our local McDonald's um, franchisees for supporting us. Well, it's an explosion of promotion and visibility when the major corporation comes on yeah. like that, and uh, it, it's tied to the Ronald McDonald's house for children, right? There, no, no? Uh, we're. It's, that's another nonprofit McDonald's yeah, does. Yeah. All right. They do some really great things too. But yeah. the, the McDonald's, uh, the McDonald's here in Houston, they they have chosen to be our title sponsor for this event for several years, and and it's just been a great uh, great partnership. Houston's Children Festival Actually, it's Houston Children's Festival If you yeah, just put it in your address. Modern browsers will take you to the website. Yeah. Uh, you can pre-purchase the tickets. They're ten, twelve dollars. It's inexpensive to get in, and it's an entire day's worth of entertainment. Uh, the, you're directly benefiting an organization, Child Advocates, which is literally doing direct good. You are listening to Houston PA, Houston's public affairs show. My name is Laurent. I am the Texan from France. And my guest is Ashley Brockett. She is the communications director for Child Advocates. I do want to give a shout out to Kelly St. Mary, who is the sponsorship director for McDonald's Houston Children's Festival. Uh, she was going to be here today and couldn't make it. Uh, they're very involved. I mean, as Ashley just mentioned, they're the ones actually running this festival for yeah. you, essentially. Yeah, this is a th it's what we call and a third free party. To you? Well, it's a, we we spend some time on it too. Uh, it's a third party <laughs> event for us, is yeah. what we call it, and we're the beneficiary of it. It started off um, something we did in house, uh, and we planned and produced it all many 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 years ago but it got so big it like i said earlier it was about five thousand people i think that first year which was awesome and that was 31 years ago and this year we're expecting over fifty thousand people to come through the gates so it's significantly bigger it's uh the country's largest children's festival um so we it are, should be in houston yeah and and <laughs> we have a. we're just we're so thankful for all the community support and the partners that come in and and give up their time and their dollars um to help produce this event which is a fundraiser and a great awareness for child advocates and brand awareness for child advocates we've yeah. gotten uh, at volunteers people who become a volunteer with us um after the festival because they came to it and um, we always need those volunteers to step up and become advocates. Yeah. So it's just great all across the board. We're I very appreciative. I think it's also a shining example of corporate sponsorship for good. They, uh, McDonald's has really come in to help them raise up to $5.5 million. That's what your website reports. This is in the lifetime of the festival, right? Yeah, that's in the lifetime yes. of the fest festival. We raised, the festival's brought in over $5.5 million. $5.5 million. And this is all from the Houston community. And uh, I guess you've accelerated the intake since McDonald's came on board. It all benefits child advocates. And we have to talk about the organization. What do you do? So we take people like you and me, anybody who's listening to this radio show, um, and we train them to become court-appointed advocates. They are volunteers who help abused and neglected children who are in foster care. They are kids who have been removed from their homes after no fault of their own because the state has determined that there is some type of abuse or neglect happening in their life. And so we provide volunteers who speak up for them. They are an extra set of eyes and ears for the courts. They make sure um, that the children have all their needs being met while they're in foster care. Um, but more importantly, they make sure that the kids... Um, have the potential to find a permanent home where they have every opportunity to be in a safe environment where they can thrive. 
And it's it sounds simple, and it it's a complex system, but we try to make it as simple as possible for our listeners and for our advocates. And um, it's a much-needed uh, volunteer opportunity. Childadvocates.org. Childadvocates.org, if you want to check out the website while we talk about this. How long is the training session for volunteers? We have several a year. Um, they, it's 30 hours. In order to become an advocate, we ask you to come to an orientation. That takes about an hour of your time. We have normally a dozen or so a month, uh, morning, afternoon, evening, depending on what works with your schedule. And uh, once you come to that orientation, you can answer questions. It's no commitment other than that hour. Uh, we give you all the feed information there. And like I said, answer any questions you might have. If you think that's something you want to do, then we sign you up for a training session. And the training session is 30 hours. It's broken apart across uh, two weeks. Right now it's on part online and part in person. And in the, those 30 hours, we're going to walk you through a case, what it's like to work with different people in the case, read a case file, how to interact with children who have come into custody, um, other partners you might be working with in the community, CPS caseworkers, judges, attorneys, all those things we're going to walk you through that um, and we're going to give you um, some guidance along the way and then you'll get sworn in as an advocate by the court uh, yeah we have judges come in and they'll swear you in and you're taking an oath to help a child in foster care and then after uh, you take that oath we'll give you a case and it might have a kid or two on that case um, and we're not going to just throw you out there we're going to give you somebody on staff who is going to support you and help you and guide you through this process and um, we we call them advocacy coordinators our coordinators are really amazing people who know the system very very well and they guide our volunteers through this process and so you're not out there on your own you're going to have the support of somebody on staff we are also going to give you the support of other advocates who've been doing this for a long time um, and we're going to show you how to make a really profound impact in the life of a child in 30 hours of course that's a commitment it is you're a commitment up front we can say that you you are asking people to commit very seriously you have mm -hmm. an orientation yep. which will allow people to Decide. get a feel for yeah. what the organization is like the people that work in it mm -hmm. but it's a big commitment yeah. and i'm guessing that because you're asking people to learn for 30 hours once they've committed to that you must have a fairly good retention rate for volunteers. What we ask of people is not, it's not a done in the day volunteer job. The core of what we do is a commitment to a child for approximately a year, maybe a little longer. You are not housing this child. You are not even transporting this child. You are simply going to their school, to their foster home, wherever you need to go and, and talking to them, figuring out what their needs are, um, is the court providing it? Is the foster home providing it? Can you make recommendations to the court? Have they had their teeth cleaned in a long time? Sometimes they haven't. You can go to the court and say, I think they have cavity cavities because their teeth are hurting or something's going on. And the courts can order something as simple as go to the dentist. Even though they've been through some really, really terrible things, sometimes they still want to go home. And sometimes that's an option. But sometimes it's not, and you're there to say one of those things. So it's a very serious commitment, and we have many advocates um, who have been with us for a very long time. I just celebrated 23 years with one of the advocates. She's been doing this for 23 years. And um, we have some advocates who take a case or two, and then they take a break, and then they come back. And then it's just it's different folks, different for everybody out there. But we do ask that you 
decide to, uh, if you decide to do this, that you, you stay on for the duration of the case because you are that one constant in that child's life for that short time. You are listening to Houston PA, Houston's public affairs show. My name is Laurent, and my guest is Ashley Brockett. She is the communications director for Child Advocates. They're online at childadvocates.org. Child Advocates. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you're interested in participating in this program, and you don't have to volunteer to participate, you can also just donate money. And I guess, do you have volunteer opportunities which do not involve the training? Yeah. And, okay, so mm-hmm. you, you can volunteer for child advocates without actually being an advocate. Yeah, so we have a few. We have They're all online. It says ways to get involved. If you go to childadvocates.org, click that volunteer button, and it'll show you how you can get involved. We have two groups um, that are volunteer membership groups one of them is our young professionals group and then we have our friends at child advocates who serve as a fundraising arm of child advocates um, and do a lot of other socials uh, give backs and different things so there's there's different definitely different ways to get involved and we always need donors it takes time and treasures to get this work done um, and we uh, we have it all laid out on the website under volunteer if you want to volunteer or under give if you want to give and another way to give is just to go to the 30th annual McDonald's Houston Children's yeah. Festival. It's on Saturday and Sunday, March 30th and 31st. Uh, it, they're closing down 16 blocks of downtown Houston from 10.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Well, actually, they'll close them down before they open the festival and yeah. probably long after they close the festival. <laughs> don't go downtown that weekend. Unless, unless you're coming you're, to the yeah, festival. <laughs> that's the only reason. Well, I don't want to say that. There's probably some really awesome shows in the theater district. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. not going to be closed down. No. I'm ho- you know what? There's a great uh, twofer. You go to the Children's Festival and you can have uh, a, a day of fun and you can eat there and then go see a show and you can support <laughs> two nonprofits you know because all of the performing arts companies in town are nonprofit organization and their their work is most deserving of our support but back to child advocates uh, I do I should say just a few few more things about the festival to entice you to go uh, you will not be exposed to any kind of training for child advocates they're gonna have a booth but this is a festival it's a family friendly yeah. event you're not gonna be surrounded by dramatic or traumatic signs calling for attention to the work that they do that's for grown-ups and it's it, it belongs in a different place this festival is just gonna be a of fun they're having Anthony Gonzalez he is the actor who voiced uh, Miguel in Coco so if you're if you if you got kids that are huge fans of Coco take them to the festival it's 10 bucks online or 12 bucks a day of you can't go wrong there's a ton of once you've paid your entrance fee there's a bunch of stuff that you can do Over without 300 paying. events and a, a good and most chunk of, of them free. are free mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. are there french fries by McDonald's yeah. free? <laughs> that's hilarious Hot off the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get back to talking about child advocates. What could cause a judge 
to order that a child be removed from their home, their parents? Well, by the time we get onto the cases, the children have already been removed from their homes. So CPS has done their investigation. and That's uh, the Child Protective Child Services. Child Protective Services. Uh-huh. Um, and Harris County CPS has already done their investigations and um, have determined that there is abuse and or neglect of some kind going on in the home and that that child is no longer safe in that home. And so once that happens, that child is removed uh, from the home and is in a temporary care of the state, essentially. The state has temporary guardianship over them. And uh, they have a lot, the kids have a lot of people that are coming in and out of their lives. And CPS is an overburdened uh, system. They have a very difficult job in many, many cases. And so they often have a high turnaround and turnover of employees. And what we get to provide is just an extra set of eyes and ears, like I said earlier, for the court system. But more than anything, we are that one constant support in that child's life. And that is so crucial because we really get to know, our volunteers really get to know the children, get to see what needs are being met, what are not being met, where they're doing well, where they're not doing well. Um, For instance, uh, last year I got to meet a young man um, who came in, who came into, uh, CPS care on and off since he was about five years old. Um, And when he was a preteen, early teen, I should say, he um, got an advocate and his advocate and him sat down and they had some really candid conversations. And that young man was pretty much said, I do not want to go back to that house. He was removed from a home where he, if he was bad, he got tased. Um, He was forced to try to sell drugs on behalf of his mother um, it, just terrible things that it's you could, depraved. yeah, that you would never imagine doing to a child. Yeah, and, exactly, it's hard. And to... and they happened to him, and he knew he was a smart kid, and he knew that he didn't want to go home. So he, his advocate, was also concerned because he found out that in a matter of one school year, he had been moved five times in one school year to five different schools. And he was falling really behind in school. Um, So what his advocate was able to do um, was sit down and have a conversation. And all his this young boy said was like, I just want to learn and go to college. I want to graduate. I want to do something. And I want to go to college. But he was falling really, really behind, as you can imagine, moving five times in one school year is quite difficult. And so his advocate went to the judge and said, this has got to stop. Like he's, he's going to become a statistic if we don't want be, if we're not careful. And, um, the judge, because of his testimony issued a court order mandate that the child not be removed from another high school that he's to finish at the school that he was currently at, which also had credit recovery programs where he was able to, you know, get caught up a little bit faster. That young man graduated high school and they just have a great relationship. He watched him walk the stage going to high school and he's now a sophomore in college. The child's potential was simply untouched, yeah. but it hadn't been harmed. And we, yeah, we, yeah. And we just needed, he just needed an advocate. Yeah. Children are resilient and oh, we yeah. never wish anything bad on them, but they're resilient. They just have to be shown that they have the support and the consistency in their life. And um, it's amazing what children can do when they're given the opportunity to have a safe and a lo- loving home and given the opportunity to thrive. If we could only muster the political will to spend the money we have, the money that is needed and which we have 
to give our educators the facilities, the money, the facilities to educate children in the poorest neighborhoods, we could solve much of our problems in a couple of generations, it yeah. maybe even faster. It's This is a pipe dream, but we lack the political will. Mm -hmm. We have the money, we have the people, we have the knowledge. We have everything we need mm -hmm. except the political will. We are not writing our representatives demanding that every child have an opportunity to go to a great school, demanding that our our teachers not be overwhelmed by stupid rules so that they can actually teach. It's, we're stepping beyond the scope of this particular interview. but So we're, we're very thankful. And you get to work with all of these people. It's, it's If you like to do research, if you like to have conversations with people, or more importantly, if you just have a, the desire in your heart to make, the, make a change um, in the life of a child who desperately needs it, if you have the desire, we'll show you the way, and and anybody can do it. I have majority I of. Do you do you believe that that anybody can do it? I think it takes a. Very, I, I think as long as you have the desire in your heart to do it, yeah, yeah. I think you have to have the desire to make a change. It takes time. Um, obviously, that helps. Um, but I I have volunteers that I have met that are. You know, stay-at-home moms, full-time workers, students, combination thereof. One of our advocates is a longtime advocate. She's been with us for over 20 years. She has three kids, and she's a partner of a law firm. She was doing this. Oh, when so she, she's in line already for the. She understands how the court system. <laughs> well, works. Yeah, she when she came to us, she was in law school. She was just starting law school, I see. and so that was over twenty years ago. We have, but you don't have to have that law background. I have. Um, They're going to give it to you. Yeah, we have <laughs> we have people who are teachers who are doing it. I have a chef who is doing it. You know, uh, all sorts of people of all walks of life are becoming advocates, and and it takes. Um, it takes a little bit of time every week. Some weeks you might not do anything on the case and some weeks you might do a lot. But yeah. I, what I always like to tell people is if you play video games or you like to watch movies and the amount of time you spend a few hours playing a video game or watching a movie, you could be doing something that is going to make a huge impact on our society. And you can still play video games and watch movies. It's just that a few days out of your month, you yeah. can replace that yeah. time with something that is... I'm not saying don't do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not about yeah, yeah. It's not about replacing it completely. My last question is because we're running out of time. I know the court system is intimidating thanks to the TV mostly. And actually because probably it is. How are advocates treated in the courtroom? How do judges, bailiffs, how... How are they treated? They're treated well, really well. Uh, in order to become be an advocate, we have to be assigned by a court. So a judge is already appointing child advocates to a case, meaning they want an advocate on this case. They see a need for an advocate to be on this case. And the judges value our advocate's opinion. Yes, it might sound scary to go and testify. Sure. But it's not. It's a conversation that you are having. And you're going to be, again, we're going to give you somebody on the staff. They're going to help you out. We're going to walk you through the process. It might be intimidating the first time, but we're going to be there. We're going to help you out. They're trying to help these kids. Yeah. And they're, they're really trying to help us because when they're able to, to turn college. their life around with someone else's help, they go to college, mm -hmm. they prosper. It is very unlikely that they will repeat this cycle with their own children. Yeah, that's an absolute it. proven. It breaks the cycle. It is truly, uh, you are breaking the cycle of child abuse. Studies have shown time and time again yeah. that children with advocates are less likely to, A, come back into care again 
and then B, less likely to become abusers themselves because so many of the traits that we see of abuse and neglect are generational and they're being passed down from one generation to another. But when somebody steps up and says, what happened to you is not okay, we're going to fix it or we're going to figure out another way for you to live and to have a happy life then that is where the cycle is being broken. Are any of your advocates ex-clients? No. Um, we uh, we keep in touch with them, but right now we don't. Uh, it, it, we have to go through, part of this training is an interview process, and you have to go through a CPS background check. Uh. Not saying that it can't be. Uh, we do have a few people that have lent their time and their voice that were former children um, that we had helped in the past, especially we're 35 years old this year. Um, we've been around for 35 years in Houston. Um, and with the help of social media, we're starting to see um, some adults come back in and say, I, I remember my advocate and they helped me so much. So we're we're hoping to uh, have more of those stories come back to us because, like I said, you know, 35 years ago, we didn't have social media. You didn't get to keep up with people the way you do now. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we use their voice when they're willing to share it and, and value their input and their feedback. But we find sometimes that uh, well, the emotional strain of going yes. through it, it rehashes a yeah. lot of that. So I'm not going to say it never will happen because it very well could. Uh, people who have had CPS um, uh, experience as a child, maybe they weren't removed from their homes or put in foster care, have volunteered with us. And I actually know of one volunteer who has, but I don't know of a, of a child who had an advocate. That's a really interesting question, though. Yeah. I mean, the answer is interesting to, yeah. to see how it affects. And I think that you've actually demonstrated the trauma that the kids go through. Maybe we didn't talk about that enough. The child advocates is there to cushion some of that. You can't take it all for them, and it's not your job. But it, it just to be there is demonstrated as being sometimes all the help they yeah. need. Yeah. They, they'll do the rest of the work themselves if they just have somebody, if they know that there's somebody behind them. It's like, yeah, don't worry. I mean, if you you do this, you trip, I got you. We have, yeah, excellent. I got you. You'll get back up, and you'll be right back on yep. your way. I had here. an advocate who had a um, young man who was a teenager about to age out of care. And he said, uh, he was a little rigid as sometimes teenage boys can be. Um, and and the the advocate uh, told him, he said, look, he's like, you can choose to talk to me. You don't have to, but I want you to know I'm not being paid to be here. Your attorney is your CPS caseworker is the judges. All of these people are, but I'm here because I want to be here. And as soon as he said that to him, the young man, he said, I'll never forget, looked at him and said, you're not being paid to help me. And he said, no. And he goes, well, why are you here? (laughs) And it just opened up that conversation. And that's true. Our advocates are just really amazing people who do really simple things to make a really tremendous impact in our community. Childadvocates.org. Childadvocates.org. That's where you can go to find out information on how to volunteer for this extraordinary organization. You can also donate $5. That makes a difference. When a community donates $5, it turns into millions of dollars really fast. So we could aim for something like that. And, of course, why not just go give some of your money to this organization by going to the Children's uh, Festival. The 30th annual McDonald's Houston Children's Festival is Saturday and Sunday, March 30th and 31st. Uh, 10.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. They're closing down 16 blocks of downtown. It's the biggest children's festival in the country, which probably means it's the biggest one in the world, let's face it, because, uh, you know, this is Houston after all. 
They have helped raise $5.5 million for child advocates, and uh, you can participate. We're going to raise it up well above $6 million this year. I mean, I'm guaranteeing it, right? <laughs> if you have any questions related to this show, texanfromfrance at gmail.com. Texanfromfrance at gmail.com. That's my email address. I will answer your question within a few days. You can count on it. And we're on iHeart.com. You can search for Houston PA. That'll bring up the list of past podcasts. We're proud of it. It's nothing but great Houstonians helping each other. And uh, I want to thank you for listening and caring about the issues I put on this show. My name is Laurent. I'm the Texan from France. And this has been Houston PA. Houston's public affairs show, Houston Strong. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.